Welcome to Mayak Innovatsi Ukrainian Pitch, Special Edition. This time Dominic Piotr was a hero, not a host. Listen to Inchi interview by Volodymyr Anfimov, the podcaster number one in Ukraine. Enjoy! Mayak Innovatsi. Dominic, we are uh, our colleagues in some way. <laughs> we do, we yeah, are. Yeah, we both host a podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, can you tell us why you decided to start a podcast, Mayak Innovatsi? Oh, yes, I can. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you the full story, okay? Okay, sure. Um, 15 years ago, in 2001, I joined uh, a bank, BNP Paribas, uh, as head of innovation and technology. In 2002, the head of communication of BNP Paribas, Antoine Sire, with a, 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 who became a very close friend, came to me and said, I love what you guys are doing in innovation. We should do more and we should communicate more. Uh-huh. And he told me, what would you like to do? I told him, I want a TV show. And he told me, I'm not interested. I don't want a TV show. I'm like, okay, what about a radio show? And he said, ooh, that I like. And I forgot his pa- his father uh, was a very famous uh, radio journalist. Oh. So we went uh, to visit, well, because it's BNP Paribas, they have some money, right? Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> sure. We went and visited uh, a, a few radio stations and uh, the business uh, radio station, the biggest national French mm-hmm. uh, business radio said, yeah, let's do something, but it's going to be two hours every week uh, on tech. And uh, and I started doing radio and really and yes every every for ten years so I would go to the studio every week and on top wow. of my job and and um, and I loved it then I moved to the U S I I kept the the radio uh, my radio show uh, when I was in the U S and then you know life I created my company I did other stuff moving to Ukraine I was like oh my god I want to do radio again I I, I love it I think it's a coolest media ever. And then I met uh, Tatiana uh, Morozova, that you who, who is a, a huge podcast fan. We used to work in radio. We were working with me now. Uh, and I told Tatiana, let's do let's do a podcast. And that was my Akinovatsi. Well, yeah, it's a great story. I know, I know. <laughs> I know that your podcast has a motto from Ukraine to the world. Yes. So what is the message that you want to send from Ukraine to the world uh, with the help of this podcast? Right. Um, that's a good one. You, you know, um, when I went to, to Davos, to the Ukraine house, Davos, um, two years ago, um, I kept hearing the same thing about Ukraine, about how the storytelling of Ukraine is wrong. And it's around the what they call the three C, so Chernobyl, Crimea, and corruption. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so when people talk about Ukraine, they talk about one or the other, yeah. uh, if not the three. Um, and, and, and so I'm, I'm obsessed by uh, telling another story or telling a story that I feel is the, the, the right story. Uh, because I live in Ukraine now, I moved two years ago, and I don't see any of that in my daily life. What I see is in my life in Unit City, I see entrepreneurs, I see people creating companies, I see artists, I see fashion designers, I see energy. Um, you know what I mean? And I'm like... This is this is a message I want to push to the world. It says, no, Ukraine is not what you're seeing, guys. It's, hmm. a, it's a completely different story. Um, and so that's kind of what we're trying to do with Maya Kinovati. And what feedback do you do you get from from your listeners all over the world? Tons of questions. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, a lot of curiosity and a lot of uh, of things that, oh, my God, I never I never knew. 
I never knew about this. I never knew that Ukraine was huge on cryptocurrency. No. Uh, I never knew that uh, Ukraine was the first country in the world with a digital passport. Uh, and, and the digital transformation of the government is, is uh, we, we never knew. Uh, we never knew that you had so many fashion designers, I mean, and, and amazing fashion designers. And so, so it's, it's more curiosity and, and questions, can we know more? Hmm. Um, and, and the thing I realize is to really understand what's going on in the country, you need to come and visit. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we all know Paris. We all know New York. I remember the first time I went to New York from Paris when I was maybe 17, 18, uh -huh. I was like, Oh my God, it's exactly like in the movies. So I was excited, but I was not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> but when people come to Ukraine, they're like, oh, it's absolutely not what I thought it was. <laughs> and, and so there's this surprise, there's, there's um, uh, the feel of the energy uh, we have uh, in Kyiv right now, but in Lviv, in Kharkiv, in Odessa, I mean, you know, that's, that, that deep energy of something happening. Um, and you need to come to feel it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about your first impressions when you came here, right. uh, but uh, just uh, several maybe minutes uh, on your background. I knew that uh, you were born and raised in France. You mm -hmm. you had a very good education uh, and all this stuff. But I, I, I've read that um, you've talked about yourself like a person that have been rebellious from from your day one. So I, yeah. I, I, I just wonder what you were rebellious uh, against as a kid or as a teenager. You know, I, my, my, my company, the company that I sold was uh, called Rebellion Lab. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and I was chief rubble of the company. I'm very proud <laughs> of this. Um, look, it's um, many things, uh, many things. Uh, the, the first thing is, um, yes, I had a, a good education, but, um, but I suffered. Um, I had to go. So in France, when you want to go to the, the best school and classes, you have to do math mm -hmm. and physics and German and Latin. Those are the f four things I hate in life the most, <laughs> right? So I had to do those things, but I love history, economy, philosophy, uh, literature, English, um, and, and all those things are absolutely not valued in France. So <laughs> until I turned 18, this is what I had to do. Like I had 12 hours of math every week, okay. and I hated every second of it. Um, I graduated, but uh, honestly, it was painful. And then I switched, and then I, 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 I decided, you know what? No more of this. That, hmm. That's done. So I'm moving into history, literature, and economy, which is what I studied at the end. Um, the second thing that is important is, is I'm gay. And so being gay as an adolescent uh, yeah. in France... Uh, is it in, still a conservative? Uh, no, no, not anymore. Now we have the, the gay marriage and all, okay. all that stuff. But, um, but as an adolescent, you, you have to rebel. Uh, okay. it's, it's, it's part of your rebellion. Like, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, well, I'm more into guys, not that much into girls. But all your friends are into girls, so it's complicated. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it forged me. Uh, it, mm -hmm. it really um, make me who I am, but also someone who's rebellious. This hmm. is, I, I don't take uh, I don't take um, the norm as something that I should accept. Um, so I don't I don't necessarily disagree with the norm, and sometimes like, okay, yes, you don't smoke in bars and you don't smoke inside. Yeah, that's that's a rule, and I'm kind of okay with it. Um, but 
but I don't. I don't know. I challenge things. Hmm. Uh, and I know that when you moved to US, you once said that you felt very comfortable first, uh, like yeah. like you are at home. Is mm -hmm. it because all these uh, things you, you know, named in 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 France that uh, were uh, like uh, not so comfortable for you? No. Um, Well, I'm going to tell you two stories. Uh -huh. uh, the, the first one is uh, I'm, I'm, I'm born in France, but I'm not born in France. I'm born in Africa. Uh, I'm, on, on islands? Yes. I'm born in a small island called La Réunion, which uh -huh. is next to Madagascar, uh, wow. in the middle of the Indian Ocean. So it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, and when I was a, a baby, um, my, my mom spent a, a year when she was 17, 18 in the U.S., and she got in California, and she got... I mean, she has almost a family in California, even though it's not technically family. So when I was a kid, a baby or small kid, I, I was not going for Christmas to France. I was going to California. Uh, so my first, first memories are not Paris. It's, okay. uh, it's more San Diego and Escondido, where we were huh. going at that time. Um, then uh, I started my career in tech. And, and you have to imagine tech in 2004 in France, uh, in the 2000s, there's nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of what we see, well, it's, it's not even as advanced as what we see in Ukraine right now. There's mm -hmm. no unit city. Uh, there's no real venture capital. There's no, and it's not cool to start a company. Like when I, when I, when I, when I finished my, uh, my studies, uh, you had to become either to work for the government, hmm. uh, become a banker, or become a consultant. Yeah. I started as a consultant. I ended up as a banker. Uh, and I, I never went into the government, but I, <laughs> I, I could. Um, and, and I was like, this is not what I want with my life. I want to do tech. This is my passion. This is what I do. And so in 2004, I moved to San Francisco because where do you go if you want to do tech? You go to San Francisco. Yeah. You, you go to, so in 2004, this is this is where it happened. So so for me, California is home, definitely. And so when I think about home, well, actually, where do I own a home? Uh, it's 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 California. It's, it's what my do home. what do you like the most about about California? Well, I think uh, well, there's a lot of things I don't like, but uh, but the thing I love the most, I think, is. Uh, is the beauty of it, hmm. is is the space. Uh, you have to imagine, it's the size of France, so it's a little bit smaller than Ukraine, but yeah, it's smaller than Ukraine. Uh, but there's only 40 million people uh, hmm. in California. In France, we're almost 70 million. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you have a lot of empty space. It's it's beautiful. I love the ocean. I, I To me, the ocean, I mean, I grew up in an island. I'm born in an hmm. island. I'm born with water. I need water. <laughs> uh, that's, that's why I love Odessa so much, I guess. Uh, and... Um, Yeah, I mean, that's that there's a culture that that idea that everything is possible. Uh, you have an idea, you can you can just just make it. I also love the diversity. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, when when you go to San Francisco, 50% of the of the CEOs of tech companies in San Francisco are not American. Hmm. They're not they're not born in the US. The CEO of Google is not yeah. American. The CEO of Microsoft is not born in in the US. Um, And I think that's that's the beauty of this melting pot uh, thing. We, we forget about it, but this is what America is about. And the third thing, and I think it's really linked to that uh, rebellious spirit, Uh, California is really rebellious. Uh, hmm. it, it's 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 the place where the gold rush happened. It's mm -hmm. a place where pioneer came, and and there's still that spirit of um, 
being a pioneer and 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 trying new things and uh, and and so yeah, I think that's what I love about California. But yeah, I really feel like it. Uh, there is such a term, Silicon Valley dream, and in your case, it came true. Uh, you successfully sold your company, and for all of us being so far from that place, what do you feel when the Silicon Valley dream comes true? It sucks. <laughs> Why? It's terrible. Why? You know, no, but you know, and it, I'm I'm really frank about this. I I thought uh, selling my company was going to be the the best thing in my life, and it's probably the only thing I really regret. Um, really? Well, yeah, because because when you build your company, it's your baby. Uh, you you build your dream, you build your baby. You spend a lot of time doing this. It's really hard. Um, and and I sold my company to 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 a French company, and I love them. They're really cool. Cool. What they're doing is amazing. I love the founder of this company, and and but I hated it. Uh, <laughs> I, I I was I was. Why did you sell it then? Uh, because um, because that's what you do uh, when you build a business. It's hard to scale a business, and mm -hmm. I don't think I had the skill. Um, well, I didn't have the money for sure to develop it more. So I would have had to either borrow money or raise money, which is not something I wanted to do mm -hmm. uh, because my business was not a typical startup business where you, you, you can scale. Mm -hmm. the, um, so um, so to scale it more, I mean, we had clients all over the world. My biggest client was in Japan. I had client in, in uh, South Korea, I had client in France. I, had, I was doing trips in India from clients. So it's, it's, it, was, it was nuts. Um, and so I had to scale. Um, I had to join a bigger team. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was not, not really an option. And I was happy to do so, uh, or I thought I was going to be happy to do so. Um, but then I forgot a few things. The first thing is, and it, once again, even though the, the, the company that bought me is amazing and, and they're really cool, and, um, but I forgot that my deepest value as a rebel hmm. is freedom. Oh. And and it's actually a value uh, a value of entrepreneurship. I mean, the, I don't know I don't know an entrepreneur who, who doesn't has freedom as a core value. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and uh, well, I was not free anymore. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's why you didn't feel like happy and satisfied. Yeah, but that's why I wanted to do something else. That's why I decided that uh, I wanted to 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 take a new bigger challenge. And Ukraine is really challenge from the capital C. <laughs> no, no, but actually, 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 uh, it, it's a challenge in a very positive way. You know, it's an adventure. Yeah, um, I think I think uh, same thing as a rebel. You should embrace adventure. Um, I, I I moved to the U.S. It was an adventure. I created my company. It was definitely an adventure. Um, I as 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 a gay. Guy, I also had a kid, uh, and I have a kid, which is definitely a huge adventure. Um, and so, moving to Ukraine was was definitely something totally unexpected, uh, and and definitely an adventure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And before we jump into this chapter, uh, you once said that Silicon Valley is not as attractive as it used to be. So, what is the problem with the Silicon Valley right now? Um, well, I think there's a lot of problem with Silicon Valley, but uh, you know, Silicon Valley goes through cycle. Actually, it's it's built in Silicon Valley. It's it's the way Silicon Valley is designed. Mm -hmm. So when it's high, it's very high. When it's low, it's really low. Um, I arrived in 2004, so after the the, the dot com bubble, um, and Silicon Valley was picking up again. 
Uh, it was uh, when Google went public. It was mm-hmm. the beginning of Facebook. Twitter was barely an ID. Um, so it was super exciting. There was a lot of energy in those companies and people were excited. Wow, Facebook, look at this thing. I mean, I remember when I, when, when, when one of my friends called me and say, you're not coming to the birthday party? I'm like, what birthday party? So, but you're not, you're invited. You're not on Facebook. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> <clears throat> and at the time, you know, Facebook was only for students. So you had yeah. to, you had to know a student we would we would give you <laughs> access to it, and so it was really cool, you know. And now those companies are big, uh, well established, highly criticized, and for good reason, I think. Um, and so it's not that cool anymore. Plus, there's too much money in Silicon Valley right now, um, and and so so the most creative people, for example, San Francisco was full of artists. They had to leave because they cannot. Live in San Francisco. They can afford it. So most of them moved to Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool, which which I absolutely love. Uh, but Oakland is not San Francisco, and yes. Oakland is not tech scene. Um, and so, so no, I, I don't think it's super excited. I think uh, on top of that, COVID was really tough. Like offices are not reopened, mm-hmm. um, so the city is kind of like uh, almost a half dead city. Um, and and I don't know when people are going to go back to the office, but. Google said, oh, not before January, um, <clears throat> Facebook, Twitter, same Yeah, they are pushing these uh, dates uh, all the time. And so, yeah, no, it's not as cool. Hmm. We're much better in, in Kiev. Yeah, this, here. Oh, uh, yes. This is the place to be. This is the place <laughs> I, to be. I know that uh, when you were first uh, told, uh, like, okay, there is a chance to go to Ukraine and blah, 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 you, you said no, because you didn't uh, know anything about this country. Uh, and uh, no, I know I knew the 3C. I, yeah. I knew Chernobyl, uh, <laughs> corruption, and Crimea. <laughs> and it's okay, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. but, 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 but I wonder, what were the arguments uh, of people who were inviting you that you decided that, okay, three C's, we can deal with it, but I have to go there. Um, well, I mean, they, they were very persistent, uh, <laughs> I have to tell you. Um, they, they, they really told me, no, look, guys, uh, there's, look, there's tons of things happening. Uh, you're curious. Um, <laughs> just out of curiosity, come and see. And they did something smart. They paid me a plane ticket. Okay, and they said, "Okay, okay. Well, you don't say no to a free trip. I mean, yeah. I, I love traveling. This is this is what I do, and I love it." Say, so, "Okay, I'll come and see." And um, and I remember I arrived. Uh, I stayed in the center of Kiev. I was I was really tired, and then I was I had my first meeting at Unit City. And at what time of year it was? It, it, it was. It was. It, it was not bad. I think it was March. Yeah, oh. it was March. It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. Um, and then um, Kostya, uh, my dear Kostya, who is uh, a partner at Unit City, uh-huh. um, was supposed to pick me up, but he didn't told me exactly that he was supposed to pick me up, so it was not completely clear. So I took a <laughs> cab to Unit City, and I arrived in Unit City, and I didn't know where to go. Uh-huh. So I started wandering around, and I'm like, "Wow, where am I? Am, am I in Am I in Kiev? And is this hmm. is this Kiev? Is this Ukraine? Is this Silicon Valley? Is this is this Paris? Is this uh, Tel Aviv? Um, and and I I instantly fall in love with a project. I think this is the coolest thing ever that you can do. So I uh-huh. came I came back uh, after three days and I told Jeff, my husband, they said, "Okay, we're moving." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What was his reaction? Well, he's adventurous like me. Ah. so it was like, 
Yay, new adventure. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, that was that was really his reaction. Yeah, new adventure. Let's go. Let's discover. <laughs> but what I wonder, what was the original uh, picture of Kiev? You you must be dreaming, not dreaming, but imagining something when you were on this flight. Yes. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you two things. I never told that to anybody, right? Okay. Uh, so it's a secret. I hope nobody is listening, even though you're the most listened. But okay, anyway, okay. I'm going to say it. Uh, <laughs> the first thing is I'm like, I'm going to see just Soviet construction from the 70s. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. I was expecting big blocks of okay. concrete. Okay. Uh, I was expecting an ugly city. Uh, of course, I did some reading and I saw some pictures. Say, okay, they have a very small center. And yeah, okay, there's a few churches that are really cool, <laughs> but that, that's it. So I, I was not expecting at all the beauty of the city, um, and 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 to be to be really wow, this is this is cool. The mm. river is amazing. I mean, you know, you, we don't we don't measure how important having a river in a city is, but but. Paris without La Seine is not Paris, yeah. right? Uh, and I think really Kiev without uh, the Dnieper is, is is just not not Kiev. Yeah. And so, and I was I was really really charmed. The second thing is I was a bit scared. I was like, do they have SBU everywhere? Uh, is it is it safe? Uh, you were thinking of some like criminals or something. Well, I was some, thinking of something not completely safe. Like I was thinking of the war, but there was nothing. I mean, there was nothing. It was just in in our iman- imagination from the U.S. You know, it was uh, the Trump Biden son yeah. thing and the call to Zelensky and da da da. I mean, so the image we had uh, was was the image of a very dark country. Uh, and I and I had this feeling and I was like, okay, I have to be careful in my hotel because I'm sure there's microphones everywhere. Da, da, da. I was okay. a little bit paranoid. Uh, you must be really adventurous, I must tell you. But no, because... To come to Ukraine, I mean, with such such imagination. (laughs) Right, no, but and then, of course, it was absolutely not like that. It was completely the opposite, and I was completely wrong. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and it's the the thing when you you were wrong, but you were happy with this. Yes. Uh, Well, uh, as a person that that was born in Kiev, I was uh, so proud to read uh, these words of you. Uh, The energy I felt in Kiev, I felt in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Here in Ukraine, we have, uh, I think, one of the biggest problems. Uh, It's like um, inferiority complex when we think that we are small we are not so cool uh, and I, I usually like to ask people that my guests in podcasts that live uh, outside Ukraine or travel a lot what do they like mo- most about Ukraine what makes it unique mm-hmm. uh, what what uh, what what makes it worse staying and not living mm-hmm. well I mean you, you mentioned the first the first point the energy um, I mean f- for me, as, as an entrepreneur, as someone who is very creative, uh, feeling energy is extremely inspiring for me. That's definitely something I feel at Unit City every day. That's why I'm so excited every morning. Yes, um, new new things, new people, new companies, new 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 challenges. New, um, you know, I and and it's nascent. It's it's the beginning of something. Um, some people who've been living here for many years uh, are telling me, yeah, but it's been the beginning of something for the past 30 years. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, I'm cool with that. 
I'm I'm happy, you know, with 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 that idea of of okay, it's 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 coming, it's burgeoning, it's emerging. It's um, a young nation. It's well. a young nation. It's a, there's tons of artists, tons of, and 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 that is that is um, that is my biggest driver uh, here. That's probably what I love the most. Then then the quality of life, uh, but okay, it's cold. It can be really cold, <laughs> right? Uh, but but and the winter is coming. <laughs> yeah, but it's dry cold. It's okay cold. Um, but at least we have seasons. Yes. Uh, in California, we don't have seasons. I mean, you know, it's you go to LA, it's uh, it's a summer every day. Um, not completely, but but yeah. almost. <laughs> uh, so here we have seasons. So the rhythm of life is is very different. Uh, Kiev during the summer is not Kiev during the winter, and they're both amazing. And we do very different things and we go to very different places and we have very different activities and that's so cool to have seasons uh, because that's the rhythm of life yeah you know what I mean um, and so so I, I really enjoy that I, I really enjoy the the food here the food people people don't I mean I'm French right so f food is a key part of my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So what do you think about our food? I love it. I love it. I mean, the diversity, the, qu the quality of the products, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, and the quality of life we have here is amazing. Uh, when I think of, of what you can buy here with a, with a, with a decent salary of a tech developers, yeah. uh, you have a better life in Kyiv with a decent salary of a tech developers than, than, a, than the life of a, of a decent tech salaries in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, and, and the other thing that is important and that I thought I was going to miss and I don't, um, the word is really flat. Which means that when I talk to someone in tech in Kiev and when I talk to someone in tech in San Francisco, we talk about this, we speak about the same mm. thing. Um, we we talk about the same technology. Yeah. We talk about the same challenges. We talk about the same. We have the same language, really. Um, and I did not realize that. I thought it was just San Francisco uh, that was that was talking startup stuff but we have read the same books uh, we so so the bubble is, is bigger the bubble <laughs> is bigger and so I'm not I'm not out of my comfort zone uh, okay. you know I'm, I'm okay I'm home that's good I can talk tech stuff. But it sounds too ideal. I -nick. I <laughs> How is your Ukrainian, by, really by, by, bad, by the really way? Really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> I'm making zero progress. It's <laughs> okay. But everything sounds too idealistic. But I think there are things here in Ukraine that you really hate. Um, well, the cold. <laughs> um, well, no, okay. Look, um, I sometimes miss home. So I, I, I cannot, I mm -hmm. cannot say that I hate things here. I can say that I sometimes miss home. So I miss California. I have, I have those periods where I'm like, I really miss California, uh, because, because, because it's home. Um, I think you just mentioned it. The, the fact that I don't speak the language and that the language is so difficult. Um, and it, and I don't have tons of time. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I have a family, I have a baby, uh, I have I have an intense job, and so finding the 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 bandwidth, the the time in my brain to yeah. to dedicate to one new language that is so complicated, um, it's it's tough. So I'm frustrated because of that because I feel like okay, I will never be connected. There is one thing I don't like. That is, and and it's funny because it took me it took me a while as 
um, it's the lack of diversity. Mm. Um, I, I, I miss, you know, that the, the fact that you go to San Francisco and, and you see black people, you see Asian people, you see Caucasians, you see Latinos, yeah. uh, and it's normal and we all live together. And, and, and I, 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 that brings me a lot of, um, of joy and 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 a lot of um a feeling of uh, everybody can be different and it's okay and we can learn from each other and um and 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 so i miss that mm -hmm. I, I miss that and i don't know how we can bring this uh to ukraine but i think that is something that is missing in this country uh, in, in eastern europe in general uh we have more people living the country than people coming to the country yeah. so that's that's why of course um but we need to change that When was the last time here in Ukraine when you uh, you really missed this diversity? I mean, was it some concrete situation when you thought, well, in, in California it would be in, in another way? Right. Um, I think it was um, probably at an event. So so when, when we do events, we do a lot of events in the city. Um, I have always tried to bring as many female speakers as male speakers, uh, because I think that component of diversity is very important. And actually, in Unity, we, we, we support WeTech, which is uh, the Women in Tech uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, Association, and we, we, we really support that part. And But it's mostly in events, because then I have a lot of people in the same room, and I'm like, they're all white. Um, okay. And... and 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 this is this is where I'm like, ah, we're missing something. We we need more of the world to come to us, uh, instead of us going to the world. And and so that's that's where it strikes me the most. Yeah. Uh, and is it now we even not not we are just speaking about race. We are not speaking about LGBT rights and right. and all this stuff yeah. because here it's situation with it is 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 not so cool as in 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 California. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, we are here now in uh, Unit City. Uh, yes. <laughs> and let's talk about Unit City a little bit. Cool. Uh, I know that a lot of even people living in Kiev who are not from IT uh, and who are not in tax they they have heard something about okay. Mm -hmm. Unit City is something something cool, but they are they don't understand. Like in plain English, how would you explain them what is hell is going on here? Right. Um, so we have a mission, uh, and the mission of uh, Unit City is to be the place where ideas come to life. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so in a very concrete way, we're building the future. We are the future. Uh, of uh, of Ukraine and and I, I strongly believe this so we we're not the only future of Ukraine I'm sure there's many other future of Ukraine and and things that are happening in agriculture and in smaller cities are amazing but but to me um, what we're trying to do is to create a platform where people um, who work in tech who are passionate about innovation who are creative people will find everything they need to thrive. Uh, to create their ideas, to create their company, or to join a creative company, or to learn. Uh, we have a coding school. It's more than yeah. uh, one stu 1,000 students. We have a business school. Uh, we have tons of events. We have acceleration, incubation. So I, I really want Unit City to be the place where you can go if you have an idea and find everything you need to turn this idea into something concrete whether it's a business, a project, or join a project, join a business. And this is really what we do. Um, 
of course, we have a we are a real estate project. We're building buildings because we need to host those people. Uh, but you need to, to work and to leave. Uh, as to far work as I and know. to leave. So it's really a city, uh, and not only to live and to leave because we're going to have a hospital. We're going to have a hotel. Hmm. We have we're going to have a kindergarten. We we have regular schools. We hmm. have gyms. So in my when we when we drink too much with my friends, so some of them don't drink at all, but uh, <laughs> with my friend in Unit City, uh, we say, well, you can you can be born and die in Unit City without leaving Unit City. Uh, <laughs> but that's not what I wish, right? Uh, okay. But 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 you will have that option eventually. Um, and, and, and really what we're trying to do is to, to create something that is different. Um, so, for example, we, we, we are thinking of having a, a supermarket in Unit City, but I don't want a supermarket like a supermarket. I want a supermarket that has never been done before in Ukraine. With drones or something? Yeah, we, we, we're going to start uh, drone delivery uh, really? with drones. We're going to be the first uh, to, to try that in a few months. Uh, it's wow. ready. It's ready. The prototype is ready. I saw it not working. So, <laughs> not ready. Uh, but ready soon. And, and what will it be delivering? We're going to work with Glovo, Foxtrot. Oh. Um, so it's going to deliver what, whatever you buy online. Uh, Great. And the drone will come and deliver it to you. Great. Uh, it's super cool. Super yeah. cool. So, so it's all the stuff. So for example, we don't want people to have cars. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of cars. I, I, I know, I know. You yeah. have a big collection of cars. What big, I don't know, but I have a few, uh, okay. including a few, well, Soviet cars uh, that I bought here. But um, but we don't really want, I mean, we don't think cars, owning a car is a future. And so we started the car sharing uh, business uh, with BMW and we have uh, electric minis um, and every resident of Unit City can have a car for two hours for free. Hmm. So if you're, a resident of Unit City, please have fun. Take the car, go do, the, but don't own a car. Just just do the car sharing thing. Um, and so so this is what we're building. And and to me, this is this is a future. Um, ultimately, what we want, and it's very important in term of mission, is is we want those young talent to be able to stay in Ukraine, yeah. um, because um, because there's no reason. I mean, I understand Silicon Valley is a dream. I'm, I'm, myself, I left France, right? So I, I understand. Um, but, but this is home for many people. This is where your family is. This is, this is, this is, this is where you grew up. This is the language you speak. This yeah. is your culture. Uh, and so giving you the opportunity to stay uh, and to find the proper platform where you can, you can, you can find anything you need um, and you don't need to feel like, oh, it's going to be better outside. No, it's going to be better here. It's actually better here. So so that's really what we're trying to build. Hmm. The future. Just just like it is. But yeah, yeah, just like it is. <laughs> well, you know, I come from San Francisco. Like, I mean, Steve Jobs was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to help you think different. Um, and, and, and you know, one of the things that I always think about is um, how do we have an impact? Um, I think as a, as a, as a, as an entrepreneur, as an individual, as 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 a rebel, uh, <laughs> especially as a rebel, I think <laughs> I want to have an impact. I'm doing this because I want to change things. I believe in change. I, I believe that things can be better, and and um, so that's why I created my company. That's why I'm here. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here if 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 
if the mission of 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 the brains behind Unity of Vasil uh, uh, the the founder of Unity was not was not huge, um, and 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 you know that's 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 why that's why I I wake up in the morning and say okay how am I going to help someone doing something different better uh, help him you know and I think Unity is this is what it is. And uh, speaking about uh, Vasily Khmelnytsky, mm-hmm. uh, I, I found your quote uh, in uh, mentality, Ukrainians are more close to French. People yes. more direct and open. When something doesn't work, we talk about it. And you know, when I was reading it, uh, I, I don't know why, but I was thinking about Vasily Khmelnytsky. I, I, I don't know him uh, personally, but I think he's very straightforward person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I wonder, uh, what, what what can you tell about like your working relations with him? Is it challenging to work with Khmelnytsky? No, no, it's not. It's, it's actually not challenging. I was expecting it to be challenging because I I, I didn't knew him. Um, is um, I now consider him as a as a friend. Um, I see him every day, um, sometimes more than once. Uh, and I go to his office. He comes to my office, and we discuss. And is is um, he has a very clear vision. Uh, so he's, he's, he knows exactly what he's doing, what he's building, how he wants those things to be built. But he has a lot of trust. Mm. Uh, it's like, you're the expert, I'm not. And so if you think this is what we need to do, we discuss. But if you think this is what we need to do, we do it. Um, and, 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 and he listen. Uh, he has a huge listening capacity, which is not obvious for an entrepreneur. Um, usually entrepreneurs are kind of a little stubborn and they don't, yeah. they don't listen. They know. He's, he's, <laughs> uh, he's, and, and, you know, he spent a lot of time and of money uh, in, in, in learning. Uh, we have, we have the, an academy uh, for all the employees uh, of, of the holding company. Um, and, and, and we all go through, through training all the time. Mm. Uh, we're going to Silicon Valley with him in a few days um, to learn. To, to just connect, to learn, to and 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 to to refine the vision uh, always. So I'm, I'm, I find it actually extreme. I mean, I'm learning so much from him. It's um, you know, it's it's also one of my motto in life. If I stop learning, I need to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, I'm just at the beginning of the learning journey with uh, with Vasily Ivanovich. It's 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 amazing working with him. And I'm not saying this because this is this is radio station or whatever <laughs> podcast. Um, but but I'm really saying it because because I mean it. It's 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 amazing what I'm learning with him. So what is the the most prominent thing that you you've learned? from Kmelinski? Um, well, first learning and then uh, making decision fast, hmm. uh, which is actually not French. Um, so he makes decision and when we decide, we execute. Uh, and, 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 and I think... Um, and. I think that's a quality of a, of a, of a real entrepreneur who, who, who is who is building. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think the the decision making process is is something that is very important. Um, and the third thing is, uh, I think, is is someone who is very well balanced. Um, and I and, and I learned a lot from him on that because I have a tendency not to be too balanced. I'm a little bit too passionate, and so when I go, I go deep, and uh, and I kind of lose 
track of time, uh, mm -hmm. and and is 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 the opposite. Like he's super balanced. He really tried to keep his helicopter view on things, um, but if he needs to go into details, he will he will jump in the detail and, and until it's fixed. But 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 that that balance is 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 I think something I'm learning a lot from. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, entrepreneurs' mindset. Uh, in your opinion, is it something that you can really learn, or something that you are born with? So. And I'm very serious about this. You have to be crazy to be an entrepreneur. Really? Uh, well, yeah, because um, a form of craziness, um, not crazy like you need to go to a hospital. But um, <laughs> So what, what, what do I mean by this? Uh, I, I tell, I'll always tell people like if you want to make money, uh, become a lawyer or a banker, uh, but, but don't create a company. Uh, this is this is the chances, especially in tech. The chances you're going to make money are minimal, and so 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 you have to have it in you. It has to be sex. It has to be something. I have no choice but to be hmm. my own boss to create my company. I have no choice. Um, but if your driver is I want to make money, then then, then you're going to fail. That's for sure. Um, at the end of the day, you might make money, but but you're going to fail if if this is your driver. So you you have to you have to make sure that you have the right driver and that yes, you have no choice. You have to do it. Um, then there's this kind of radical sense of freedom when you're an entrepreneur. Um, that is that is actually scary uh, because what do I do? I wake up in the morning. It's very easy, you know, when 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 you're self-employed or whatever. You like, what do I do? Oh, I'm going to stay in bed today, mm -hmm. uh, or I have time later, mañana. Uh, but but which means that when you are an entrepreneur, you have to have a very strong personal drive. Um, when you look at people like Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, their, their, their personal drive, their personal level of energy is absolutely amazing. That, that's what fascinates me. And the same with Vasily Ivanovich, his, his level of energy uh, and drive. Uh, I mean, he's, they are on a mission. Hmm. Uh, you know, he's, they, there's no choice. Uh, when I see the problem... They are all dealing with. I mean, Elon Musk almost went bankrupt ten times. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the richest guy in the world, and then he probably has no cash uh, because he's sold in stocks. What's the point? You know what I mean? So you, you have to have that that drive. That I have to go to Mars. Hmm. This is I have to do it. It's it's my mission in life. Then then that's what it is. So it takes a very special type of people uh, to to be entrepreneur. I don't think it's for everyone. For example, I don't think personally I would do. Um, I, I I couldn't be the guy who created Facebook. I, I don't have that drive. You, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't have that 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 energy, uh, and, and I have too many doubts, and and I'm ask my, asking myself too many questions. But and doubts can be not beneficial for for entrepreneurship. No, you have to ignore everything. You have to you have to to go. Uh, I don't know if you if you were there, but when I when we host Jack Ma. Mm -hmm. So so Jack Ma came to Unit City and 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 I had the chance to be able to interview him uh, with students in front of the and I asked him, but Jack, why in you created Alibaba in 1999, right? In 1999 in China there was no internet, no e-commerce, no delivery, no payment system. Why did you so that other people don't? 
And you know, that's, that's exactly what's fascinating to me. That's fascinating to me with Vasil Ivanovich is when you had the idea of Unit City, why did you, what did you saw that other people don't? And his answer is really clear. I was, I was fascinated by my country. I wanted to do something for my country. Um, and I was fascinated by innovation. And I had to learn. And I traveled the world. I went seven times to Silicon Valley. I went to China. I went to Israel. I went to France. I went to everywhere in Europe to understand what is so specific of those tech ecosystems and how, what can I learn from it. Um, but he saw something that other real estate developers don't. Hmm. Uh, right. And so, and so, and so that's, that's kind of that little secret is what do you see that other people don't? Uh, and once you see that, how, how convinced are you? How ready are you to, to go, 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 go to execute? Um, and that's, to me, that's the type of craziness. You know, it's that dichotomy of have the vision, but then I'm going to execute. And you have to be a little bit nuts to do that. <laughs> You've mentioned innovations. Now, this word is so widespread now. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, how do you personally define this word? And why do you think it is important to be innovative? Well, I think I think we have to all agree first that the the world is broken, um, and it's badly broken. Uh, we're we're destroying our planet, right? Yeah. Um, so and it's and it's arriving soon, uh, way sooner than we think. We know it. We still do it. So it's a little bit crazy. So and 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 to me, that's where innovation. That's where we need innovation. We cannot do things the way we used to do them. Uh, we just can't because it's wrong. It doesn't work. We cannot keep having um, the the carbon emission we have. We cannot he- keep having the car we have. We cannot, yeah. we cannot we cannot travel the way we used to travel. We we can't. We cannot eat the way. We- so the only way for us to save ourselves is to innovate. What does it mean innovate? There's two type of innovation. There's 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 what I call well what many people call the incremental innovation. It's small improvement. Mm-hmm. It's going from iPhone 12 to iPhone 13. <laughs> Not going to change the world. And yeah. you can miss it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> right? So that's not innovation. But, but inventing the iPhone is innovation. That was, that was something really cool at that time that changed the way we communicate, etc. Um, inventing Airbnb is innovation because it's a complete new way of sharing apartments and the way we yeah. travel. Da, 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 da. So, so first, that's why I'm passionate about innovation because I think that the only thing that can help us save the world, we need to do things differently. Um, and, and that's why also I believe in technology and innovation because, because we need technology to, to support this innovation, to do things differently. Um, so I'm, I'm more an optimistic, as you can. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> as I can see. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but I think to be an entrepreneur, you have to be a radical optimistic, uh, because if you're pessimistic, you, you don't become an entrepreneur. Uh, it doesn't exist. Um, but but still, um, I mean, I believe in the power of technology to 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 save our planet. But I'm, I don't know if we're going to make it. Um, you once said that uh, digital detox sounds like a nightmare for you. Yes. Why? Don't you get tired of technology? No, I'm, t- I'm yeah, I'm tired. I, 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 my dream is to get out of Facebook. Okay, me too. Yeah. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! I'm so done with Facebook, and 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 so, uh, so see, we 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 kind of stuck with the monster we created, uh, like once something that once. <laughs> 
So, so, so the, the problem with with those companies is is um, it it seems to be free. Yeah, uh, but in fact, we all know it's not. I mean, it's the data we give them that, and and then and then then it's it's kind of a nightmare. Um, and I think we're more and more to say, okay, now we're, I'm I'm done with it. I want I want my real life back. Um, but but see that that's kind of the paradox, right? We were mentioning uh, Silicon Valley not being so cool uh, anymore. This is, this is this is one of the reason because we have companies like Facebook that are not so cool anymore, yeah. and they were super cool and they're not so cool anymore. So. I don't know. That's a tough one, right? But but still, you 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 are not ready to to go offline for I don't know for several days and to to make this digital badax. Well, oh yeah yeah. <laughs> don't take away my drug. <laughs> no no. So okay, yes, and 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 I think I'm. Um, you know, in California, I have a house in Yosemite in the forest. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's my right next to the entrance of the park. There is satellite internet and there is no cell phone reception. Mm. So satellite internet is very slow. Well, mm -hmm. thank you, Elon Musk, because now with uh, Starlink, we have uh, something a little bit better. I, I'm one of the beta, uh, beta testers of Starlink. I love <laughs> it. I absolutely love it. So now I can have Netflix, but I couldn't even have Netflix in my house. Um, but I, I think... I think I I don't know. I mean, it's it it depends. I see my son who's eight year old and he's stuck on TikTok, and and I don't get TikTok, but I know he does, and I know it's his generation, and and so I'm like, I don't I don't know. What are we going to do? Maybe we fucked. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but still, you you mentioned this is the last one. You are still optimistic, yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I and I wonder what is your vision of of this world? Speaking from technology perspective, let's say in twenty years. How, how do you what what do you imagine when you think about this world this planet 20 years from now so but really there's two I, I think there's two possible vision there is one that is very silicon valley oriented um, that so if if things continue to go this way um, and this is more the transhumanist the the singularity university vision uh, which is basically we're going to merge man and machine and we're yeah. going to be immortal and we're going to be able to fix any disease and um, and and we're going to be able to um, uh, and 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 the power of uh, of just one computer is going to be the equivalent of the power of all the human brains da, yes. da, 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 da. okay so there is this vision um, that is I, I think absolutely scary uh, hmm. because there is one thing I'm sure I want in life is to die um and 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 it's because this is part of life this is part of the process so i don't want technology to help me stay alive longer uh with being half a man half a machine i don't think it's interesting and i don't think it's morally acceptable yeah. uh, i think the way the world is designed is we're born and we die and other people come and it's the cycle of nature. So I think anything we do against nature is 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 something that is bad. Um, now what so so that that the path um, I hope we're not going to take. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and but I see many research and many people are working on this in Silicon Valley, and it's scary to me. Um, then there is there is another path that I uh, that I hope uh, that we will take, which is technology really to do what it's supposed to do: solve problems. Hmm. So I mean, look, we have we have look at our oceans. We have tons of plastic in our ocean. Our fishes are eating plastic. It's crazy. Yeah. We have to fix those things, and technology should be here to 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 help fix those things. So. My hope, um, but on that I'm not super super optimistic to be honest with you. But uh, my hope is that 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 we will do something uh, and technology will help. And then there's a need between, mm-hmm. and the in between is we do a little bit and nothing, and and so the quality of our life slowly deteriorates, um, and it will. Uh, and it will become warmer and warmer, and we will have more and more fire, and we will have more and more earthquake, and we will have, and the level of water is going to raise, and, and it's going to suck. And, and until maybe one point, there's no human on the planet, and there will still be, I'm sure, animals and 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 plants, and but but we will be gone. Um, I don't know. I hope this is not what we're building. Let's but, let's be optimistic. Well, let's be optimistic. Let's build a better future. Let's do Unit City everywhere. Okay. Right? <laughs> I thank you very much. Thank you. Okay.